0: Welcome to the Western Mail Racing Podcast.
1: Here comes inspirational girl She's starting to thread her way through the field Inspirational girl Pike under hands and heels Ranges up, grabs the lead It's a winning hat trick for the wizard
0: And goes home inspirational
1: Adornment straightened in front of trap for fools Pike sitting as quiet as a church mouse on truly great though Ambled up, Nerf Bosk is on his tail He's letting down the grey Pike will have to go to work He's nursing, he's kidding truly great Nerf Bosk on the outside, comes again Pike gets serious, truly great 60 kilos at all, Nerf Boss comes at him They hit it, oh what a finish What a finish in the cup Nerf Boss
0: On the show we discuss local racing news Dissect trials and preview the Saturday Metro meeting We'll also be interviewing industry participants, but first, it's over to Mike Johnson and Gary Bothwell to get us underway. Yes, welcome back, Hunters. Another episode of the Western Mail. We're up to number 35 now, so we're flying along. Uh, back once again with more of the best of WA Racing and it's Mike here and alongside me is my good mate Gary. G'day Gaz. G'day Mike, how you going mate? Not too bad mate, we're in another snap lockdown so um, yeah other than that we're going all right and you?
1: Yeah pretty good thanks. To be honest the lockdown doesn't really mean a lot for me and uh, that's because I work from home anyway these days so not much change, not much mask wearing but uh, Thank you for the birthday shout-out too on Tuesday,
0: mate. That was very nice of you. So, it was Ah, a good day. More than welcome, mate. So, yeah, all good and hope you had a good birthday and hopefully we can celebrate with a few winners on Saturday. Oh, sounds good, mate. Sounds good. Speaking of winners, we'll have a quick look back at last Saturday's meeting at Belmont. So, we had uh, the Strickland Stakes. It was a really good card. uh, Really nice race, that one in particular. And it was nice to get uh, the betting strategy home there with Naughty by Nature one of the plays at about $9.50 getting the chocolates there Yeah, uh, it's a bit of a bailout there we did have a few placings during the day which was somewhat frustrating but then we capped things off with the late quaddie as well so that was just over $1,200 so that was a nice nice get indeed
1: yep and we'll be doing the same again this Saturday won't we mate putting in a, a, a quaddie, few quaddie selections out there for punters so keep
0: an eye out on Twitter yeah, absolutely. Uh, might as well try and try and uh, get another one this week. So it was nice, that particular yep. one, because I had a, had a collect on the quaddy about a month ago, but yeah, it wasn't much at uh, Belmont, and uh, it was nice to get one that paid uh, a little better. So I think we had 160 combos, so depending on how much you had on, it was a nice return. So, yeah, it was a nice, nice to just sort of get a few, few back that we'd uh, lost uh, earlier in the day.
1: We had a uh, good thing to note this week, As I think you mentioned um, before the show, mate, the, the final leg in the quaddie this week has, has got a massive field with lots of chances. So hopefully there's
0: a bit of value to be found there too. Yes, we'll do our best to try and minimise the combos. We don't want 350 uh, odd combos like a uh, certain writer uh, <laughs> over on Tab Touch, but we'll do our best. No, <laughs> absolutely, mate. So we'll move on to a few trials. So a little bit, little bit of a logjam with the rescheduling last week of Belmont's Monday mm. trial. Today we'll move to Friday. Uh, we might start there because uh, you mentioned, Offie, you've got uh, one or, or a couple from Belmont last Friday.
1: Yeah, I had a bit of a look at the Belmont trials, mate, and uh, trial 10 is one that I centred on. It didn't win the trial, but I thought it actually ran quite well. Um, it's a, a New Zealand-bred uh, two-year-old for the can. Uh, gimme yard ran third uh, jumped last didn't particularly jump that well but railed quite well and then used the cutaway to finish third um, she's called um, Pearl Canto so by a sire that's going very well at the moment in Per in Canto and uh, would like to see her trial one more time before stepping out of the races um, just to uh, you know get a little bit more experience but um,
0: I'm hoping that she'll develop into a nice filly. That sounds very good, mate. Yeah, it's um, and again, Jimmy's have been busy at the moment with a few key purchases in Massimo and Money Matters as well. Yes, yes, I wouldn't be surprised if all those uh, two and a half or five percent shares have already been snapped up, mate. Yeah, they they should be. I mean, I was uh, quite uh, surprised to see both of them go to the sale, so I'm not sure what's happened there. Uh, with the Durant Stable Mm. and the owners, uh, assuming they're all new owners now. But, yeah, two quality animals. And if anyone's involved with them, uh, yeah, look out because you'll be having a lot of fun with those two.
1: Absolutely. And especially after coming off last week's debut for the Stable win by Long Beach made it at $13, you know. So they're they're really bringing in some quality animals into their yard at the moment.
0: They are, mate, yeah. So, yeah, good luck to them. And uh, so after that Belmont one, so we'll – Move to a few at Lark Hill. Uh, look, I'll kick off in, in Lark Hill. Heat two uh, from Monday. A yep. uh, horse called the Coolican King. So he's a demerit gelding from the Popeyard. Uh, he was there for his second ever trial. Uh, but the first one, he was well back behind Wuhan Warrior. Uh, but uh, this time, jumps well from a wide alley to hit the lead when Troy Turner was on. Uh, and then took a hold around the corner and they did finish off quite well there uh, under absolutely no urging from Troy there uh, in the run home, ran 5730. And also in that trial, the velvet queen did finish off noticeably well to run second there. So uh, they, they are two runners there that will probably be at the races very soon.
1: Yep. And uh, that's the one I wanted to note out of the trial as well. I mentioned her um, a few pods ago, mate, where she had her first trial and, and finished well back in the field and, I was hoping to see some nice improvement up to the second trial and she certainly did that with the second. Um, The other one that I thought did quite well as well was Hear Me Sing who uh, came home nicely for fourth in the same
0: trial. Uh, Excellent, mate. Uh, Yeah, so Heat 6 was my next one that I wanted to look at. Um, Look, real small but handy field here which included last year's Oaks and Derby winner and Tuscan Queen. We had silence uh, there for Uncle Lindsay. Missile launch and canvassed. Uh, Lipstick Flickers was the winner there. Uh, led all the way under a nice hold. Uh, kicked a few lengths clear in the final 150. She's given a bit more rain there by Kate Southam who uh, was on there and ran 57.64. Um, the run from Tuscan Queen was amazing. I thought after settling out the back in the run, uh, Pipe got her out to the middle of the track there. Uh, did power home to run a close second. Uh, look, she was back after suffering a major tendon injury some 14 months ago. Uh, ah, right. And it was uh, it was a little bit different in terms of tendon injuries. It was a longitudinal tear of the deep digital flexor. Uh, so that apparently that's one of the worst types of tendon injuries you can have. So uh, look, she was set to be racing uh, on Saturday, uh, but yep. she's now picked up a stress fracture in her off hind leg. So. Not good news at all. Mm. Uh, and it's no. looking like her career is actually over. So just reading uh, some comments today uh, in the paper, not good at all. I was really keen to see her back to the track. And it looked like she'd done all the hard work in getting there uh, in the trial, but has now broken down again. So incredibly sad for Tuscan no, Queen. And we, yeah, we send our thoughts and condolences to everyone involved in uh, her.
1: Yeah, it's happened a few times recently, unfortunately, for the Peters team, hasn't it? Mm, yeah, a bit of bad luck. A lot of bad luck, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, so... look, Lipsy Flickers goes around on Saturday too, mate. She does, um, yes.
0: Interestingly, yeah, well, on, so the, on really the quick... to see how she goes. Quick backup from trial to race, but yeah, really keen to see how she goes. I uh, haven't tipped her, but uh, I think that that's that's a pretty handy race. I believe she's in uh, race four there with the, uh, the star Amasinas. So... Uh, yep. Look, I've just got one more, but I'll let you do a, do a couple because uh, mine's in heat 10. So man, what did you pick out from Lark Hill?
1: I've just got um, a, just one more in uh, tr- trial nine, mate. Uh, I mentioned him last time he, he trialed. He's a, an ex-Victorian by the name of Campisi. Uh, ran third in that first trial. And um, on, uh, on Monday at Lark Hill over the 9.50, ran fifty seven nine, just to finish in behind London Miss. Uh, who also goes around on Saturday. Funnily enough, a lot of these trialers do seem to be you know, coming straight out and, and racing again. Uh, but he ran really well. He was on the fence third, switched around both sets of heels of the two leaders uh, and ran home nicely under under a reasonable hold, I thought, to just get nosed out by London Miss there. And I think Cam Peasy, you know, he's ready for the races now and, and hopefully he finds the right race and can kick off with a win.
0: Excellent, mate. I really hope he's at the race as soon, because I've just got vivid memories of uh, back in the, the early to mid-90s there with uh, David Campuzzi! Crossing <laughs> yes, the line well, for a
1: try. <laughs> let's hope if he's got a goose,
0: goose step, it doesn't impede him, mate. A <laughs> <laughs> goose step. <laughs> uh, very good, mate. So, yeah, that all sounds very good. Look, I'll finish up in Heat 10 uh, with the impressive Pick Your Battles here, mate. So, He's uh, quite interesting, this horse. He's a famous Roman six-year-old. He's only had seven career starts and hadn't appeared at the trials for the first time in a year on Monday. So uh, jumped very cleanly under the fish. He sat outside the leader there, did fan off the corner, uh, that leader did, uh, to run down the middle of the straight. So looked pretty good late there. I thought he's got a long, loping kind of stride, which... Made it look really easy. Uh, Gave him a a win of over 2.5 lengths. Ran 56.63, which was the quickest time of the day. And, yeah, hopefully this fella can get back to the races again soon. Uh, Hadn't been seen there since February of last year. So, yeah, pick your battles. Really intriguing runners around. Yeah, Uh, I completely agree with you. I was just having a look.
1: It's 12 months since he last trialed. And his trial on the 29th of the 6th, 2020,
0: he beat Cup Night. So he yeah. obviously has some talent. So it's yeah. good to
1: see him back at the track. Yeah, definitely.
0: So not sure, sort of, he was obviously had a few injury issues along the way. Um, so yeah, hopefully mm. he can get back to the track. Um, and just before we move on. So, well, our good friend from the trials, Star, was nominated for Broom race <laughs> two on Saturday. But just checking the fields now, and oh. uh, he's been scratched, so not sure what's going on there. But um, yeah, has had more trials. That you can shake a stick at, and uh, yeah, twenty-five I've, in a row, I think. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so yeah, we did see a tweet from Stephen Rogers during the week, uh, saying that. So hopefully he'll be at the races uh, at their next meeting. Perhaps we'll see what happens.
1: Ah, uh, very good. I'm look forward to it.
0: <laughs> okay, so with the trials out of the way, we'll have a look at the Belmont card this week. So uh, we've got two uh, listed races on the card. The three-year-olds are taking in centre stage. We've got the Belmont Oaks for the Phillies and the Aquanita Stakes for the boys. So both over 2,000 metres, both listed. Uh, so it should be a, a good day's racing. Uh, track set up at this stage as of Thursday afternoon. We're on a soft seven, uh, according to Chris' website, about half an hour ago. Uh, Look, I think we'll be on something around a soft five on Saturday. We've had a bit of rain during the week, but look, I can't see it being a good four, to be honest. There's been quite a lot of rain, even though there may not be any forecast between now and Saturday. I just think that Belmont track, especially last week, uh, did take a while to dry out. So, yeah.
1: Mm. No, I completely agree, mate. And, uh, uh, I certainly can't see it being a good four either. I was hopeful that it was, would be a bit warmer than what it was going to be uh, based on the forecast. But uh, no, I think we're, we're certainly looking at a soft five or you know, possibly even worse.
0: Yes. Uh, and the rail's at six metres for this meeting. So we had one prior six metre rail this season. Uh, look on that, to the track did appear to favour runners back in the run with cover. So look, I would expect something similar to happen again. Uh, pretty fair. Uh, similar to what we had last Saturday. So it was good to see runners winning from all over the shop last Saturday. So, yeah, I think that may happen again. We'll see how we go. Very good. Shall we get into it? Yes. So for the first time in a while, we're not actually looking at race one. We're going to go straight to race number two. It's the (laughs) breast cancer research centre of WA plate for the two-year-olds over the 1,000 metres.
1: Yes, it is, mate. And uh, we have last... uh... Well, last start's impressive winner, beads heading the weights here. Um, does come up with barrier 11 here, which is a little bit, well, it's completely opposite actually to its set up last time where, where it drew in and all the favoured runners on the outside and it won. And yeah, uh, I just wonder whether that's going to put paid to its chances here. I think it, it probably maps to get a cast a bit three wide in the run. Uh, for me, though, the one that I was keen to um, have a good look at was the 9 Wuhan Warrior, which you featured in a recent uh, trial report, mate. And, you know, he had an absolute cracker of a trial, one oh, by yeah. eight and a half lengths Big time. and uh, on a soft five as well, which is what we expect it to be on Saturday. Um didn't uh, obviously set the world on fire at his first start, but seems to have come back very well. And I think the six bucks on offer at the moment is, is pretty reasonable for, you know, for that horse
0: based on its trial result. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It was actually scratched from uh, last Wednesday, I believe when straight finally got her win out of the way. Um, so look, mm-hmm. I think it was already got market support uh, since markets opened. Uh, look, yeah, really, really keen there. I mean, not too many horses win a trial by, I think it was 8.2 lengths. And uh, yeah, so I think he would be right right in this Wuhan Warrior. There are a couple of others as well from trial mail, uh, the likes of Night Mystery here. Uh, look, he scorched the 400 meter turf a few weeks back in the low 23s there and ran a really good second on the boo behind Canny Jack. Uh, meets him again here, gets a kilo off for that run. Uh, and uh, State of Power is the other one as well. Uh, also won a Lark Hill trial over the 9.50 about three weeks ago. It uh, does draw out in barrier 10 though, so I'm slightly put off by that. does get the tongue-tied first time, so I'm uh, not sure what the yep. tactics will be there. It gets Carberry on, so uh, look, yeah, Wuhan Warrior looks to map really well and I think it's got speed to burn based on that trial, so look, looks good.
1: Yeah, I think so too, mate. And let's hope we can start with a nice price winner.
0: Absolutely. Okay, so we'll head across to race number three. So we've got the Walker family handicap. It's your favourite graduation handicap. It's over the 1,200. (laughs) It is. And as I mentioned earlier,
1: London Miss, who won a trial beating Cam on Monday, does go around here. Um, Do get a nice price at $14. However... um, doesn't particularly have a, a brilliant first-up record. It's not awful, but uh, um, doesn't have a win in three first-up runs so far. The one that I was really keen on, mate, um, draws wide number um, in barrier 11, but that's Dunbar, who I was on first-up last start. I think he gets a, a nice from that wide barrier, which will suit Mr. Pike down to the ground in, on this sort of track. Last start, and I think he can go right on with it here from... Uh, Uh, at at about
0: 3.20 currently. Excellent, mate. Yeah, sounds good. He obviously has been riding Jag the Joker recently Pike, so he's obviously plumped for Dunbar there. So there's a a bit of a lead from him. So, yeah, actually, I haven't had a a deep dive into this race, but Johnny Angel's actually racing quite well for the uh, Mickey Grantham Yard. Mickey G, uh, look, he won that class (laughs) two at Kalgoorlie last start in really good fashion, was sort of up over the speed and uh, won pretty well in the end. Uh, look, you know, been contesting a couple of good class, well, class ones back at Belmont before that, so uh, ran third behind Forest War uh, 2 back in late May, and uh, Forest War won again today at Northam, so that could be a, a good lead there. Um, yeah, so look, it uh, looks a really yep. good race, a few few good prices there, but think Dunbar on class alone really should be putting, putting them away, you would have thought?
1: Well, I think so too. I think he just gets a nice set up here just to uh, improve off that first up run. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm keen to follow him in here. I don't want to get off his back just yet. Yep. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, I thought London Miss did trial nicely and can run well at odds first up, although I don't think it's a winning
0: chance. Yeah, no, fair enough, mate. And yeah, I think if you if you don't have to, to sack the horse or get off, then do not. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those, <laughs> one of those confusing kind of... Um, routines or you know processes I guess with with punching is you know when do you jump off a horse like how much how how much do you do you you bear in terms of you know a bit of bad luck you can forgive but if if the horse hasn't just been good enough then you know then do you get off so I'm also one where uh, if a horse is you know say a horse has won a couple in a row and then i jump on like that's never worked out well for me the horse always gets beaten whenever that happens so (laughs)
1: So if you missed out previously, it's not going to cop your hard-earned this time. Yeah. (laughs) yeah.
0: So Very true. (laughs) All right. So after that, we'll have a look at race number four here. It's the Amelia Park Handicap, rating 72 plus over 1,000. And uh, yeah, what a race this is on paper.
1: It's a ripper. Absolute ripper, mate. We've got our old mate, Amasinas. I think we've been on, well, even, I think we're on first up when she ran fourth. Um, two preparations ago. And I think we've been just about one of us have been on just about every start since. Yes. she has been very, very good to us draws wide here um, though, which is a challenge and is the 1200 back to the thousand, you know, which I'm sure you're going to talk about in in a little bit as well. Um, I don't want to jump off her again. As I say, I've been, I've I've been very bullish um, about her, uh, but I think this is the acid test, you know, um, Up in class, uh, 72 grade, um, has some reasonable opposition. Jericho Missile was excellent last start. Miss Frost is a stakes winner. We've got Dreams, comes in with a relatively light weight and will go like the Clappers. Um, And Brooklyn Pier is the other one that probably didn't get it done second up, but I think can probably improve down in class, you know, from the 78 last start to um, provide some, you
0: know, some good... uh, um competition to her yeah totally agree uh look brooklyn pier i mean i actually laid him last start. i thought he was just ridiculously short up to that 78 it was mm. thrown in the deep end from a three-year-old 62 into that open 78 so uh, look on on the face of it i thought he was pretty poor but he was only 1.3 lengths behind Juriko missile there so just just thought he just yeah, it just didn't look likely, but also wasn't really that far off him at all. So I think coming back to the seventy-two, I think he's really well suited, and uh, you know, despite his wide barrier, cruises across and just sort of it probably takes a sit behind. We've got dreams, to be honest. I think from barrier nine, I think uh, you know, uh, uh, who's riding? Sorry, uh, Stevie Parnham. He doesn't yep. need. He doesn't need to cross. We've got dreams, I mean, if he drawn barrier. One, one or two, maybe he boots up to hold the rail and make her work. But I think he can just let her do, do the... Do what she does. The pacemaking yeah. and just take that sit in behind. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, look, I mean, obviously Amasinas, you know, has been a good good uh, horse to us and many other punters. Um, was really good last start. I, I think Chris Parnham really made that, that kind of race-winning move by booting her out of that two alley there just uh, to sit a lot more. Than she normally would, so uh, did stalk the speed there, got to the outside, and look, I, you know, watching her live didn't look overly convincing, but she just did enough, sort of like the, the great horses do; they did mm-hmm. just enough to win. So does go from gate two to eight. So look, yeah, like you say, the big asset test today, and I think from there she absolutely will be out the back in the run. There's no, there's no two two ways about it. So well, from the eight, yeah, yeah, throw in class droppers like you say, Jericho Missile. Brooklyn Pier, uh, you know, Miss Frost, uh, Flickers is back. Uh, Look, there's a plethora of winning chances here and uh, I'm actually making her my lay of the day this week. I think at around $3.20 currently, she's going to get backed in, as we know. So I think uh, it will will be a waiting game. I've had a look on the fair. We're currently about $7.20 for the lay. So we're going to wait. We're going to see what we get on Saturday. I think we can do a lot better than that. So... Uh, yeah, look, just uh, no knock on, on the horse, but you know, for, from the barrier where I think she'll get in the run and the quality of her opposition, uh, I do have to take her on
1: here. Uh, fair enough, mate. And look, I don't disagree with anything that you've said there at all. I think uh, I'm, I'm certainly not as bullish about as you are as, as, you know, that she wouldn't win. I'd probably still um, back her because I've been such a big fan. I, you know, I'm not that keen to get off her at this point. Yeah. Um, but certainly very keen on um, Brooklyn Pier. Yeah. Uh, the other thing to note about his form is he's never won second up, and um, I just wonder if there's a little bit of second up syndrome there. And and I certainly expect him to improve back to the thousand. Um, and off that additional run, I I do like horses third and fourth up. So yeah. Um, that'd be the play for me.
0: No, I agree, mate. And look, I'm not saying that Amazinas can't win, but she if she does win, it won't be with my win money on. Just if oh, there is enough uh, queries there, you know, to ring yep. the alarm bell, so to speak. So <laughs> no. No. I don't disagree with you at all. I just uh, she's just been too good to me, mate. That's, yeah, all.
1: No, that's she's been too good to me. <laughs>
0: yeah, I completely understand, mate. No, that's absolutely fine. So we will Move forward now to race number five. It's the Byron Bay Premium Lager Handicap. It's a three-year-old race, this one, and it's over 1,400
1: metres. Yeah, and it's another really good race as well. And In fact, uh, I mentioned to you off-air that some of these support races, I actually think, are better than the two main races, and, and <laughs> this is one of them. I think it's another yeah. another decent race. We've got, we're got we on timely outburst last start. and just got the bob of the head over Vane Tempest, to. Come out and, and won really impressively last week at Belmont, didn't she, mate? And uh, yeah. uh, not that we were on, but it was a very impressive win. And so it's certainly timely outburst, deserves to be favourite. Gets a big weight rise here, up to the 60 kilos. Um, and even with the, um,
0: yeah, uh, the claim,
1: yeah. you know, still uh, still does carry a bit. Um the one here that I liked actually was another William Pike um, mount in real charisma. I see timely outburst going forward again, probably has to go forward again from seven. Yeah. Um, so I'll be up on the pace. And I think real charisma gets a, a nice run in behind. I'm I'm leaning towards horses for this Saturday that are getting that run, that nice midfield run with a little bit of cover. I think it probably gets that um, from, from eight here at the moment. And I think the race will be run at a reasonable enough pace that Real Charisma, who was very impressive on the soft track la, uh, first up
0: last start, um, can come over the yeah. top and win here. Yeah, it really was, mate. Uh, look, didn't appear to let down overly well until probably the 100. Looked like looked like uh, she wasn't going to get there, but sort of yeah, knuckled down when it counted and, and got the chocolates. Look, much much in the in the vein of. Um, uh, Amasinas here, look, uh, I do think there are a few queries with timely outbursts here, actually. I mean, obviously she mm. has uh, been up for a while, she's at her sixth run of the prep here. And look, there's no doubting that she's flying, but you just don't often see three-year-olds have that many runs in a prep. So as you mentioned, 1,400 first time, which I think may be a query, especially from the wide barrier and, and being up on speed. So I think she'll have to be at her absolute best here. Uh, but, look, if we do see runners kick up underneath and make it work, then obviously that risk there of being caught wide with the likes of uh, Satin Black, who's gone forward in, uh, in recent starts. So I think there are probably one or two others um, that may well try and do that as well. Um, friend of the podcast, or a couple of friends of the podcast, actually, tico uh, has got Alpha yep. and Omega here for, for Wolfie. Uh, thought um, the filly looked a bit plain to the eye for uh, first up but wasn't really helped by a relatively slow tempo I thought across the middle stages of that race the three-year-old 62 did land out the back uh look picked up one runner on the way home but did run the second last second fastest last 600 of the race there uh 3482 does improve barriers here into four so I think with the shooter going on and a good gauge, think you will try and be positive land second or third pair in the run and I think maybe a good shout there. So good luck to Dicko. And then uh, my Rani for Brock Luthwaite, a uh, pair of thirds so far to start uh, her career. This my Atacanta filly uh, was run over Pinjara, uh, both starts. First on the boot, 13, ran third after sitting up on speed. And then last start was very, very good. Probably the one of the runs of the meeting uh, there was third behind double demerits, but was last at the 800, 10th at yep. the 400, absolutely flew home uh, under Pike there. It was at one and a half lengths off double demerits. So interesting to see what uh, what this girl can do out to the 1400, I think uh, might be a sneaky chance. Uh, barrier 10 is not an issue. She'll go back and uh, yeah, might be might be yep. one to look out for.
1: Well, I couldn't, couldn't agree more particularly about my rani, mate. I thought she was very impressive behind double demerits. As you say, she absolutely flew home. And given a reasonable sort of pace up front, you know, with timely outbursts, hopefully we do get that, then I can I can really see her running on into at least a place and and that would be a, a second play
0: for me in the race. Excellent, mate. Very good. All right, so we'll head across to the first of the feature races here, race number seven. It's the list of Belmont Oaks uh, three-year-old fillies here over 2,000 metres.
1: Yeah, it is. And I have to say, I both fields here for the Aquanita and the Belmont Oaks I wasn't overly enthused in to be completely honest. Uh, if we have a look at this Oaks field um, She's a Charmer is by far the standout yeah. Brilliant winner of the uh, Belmont uh, Guineas and, and of course you took full toll on, on that which was excellent. Uh, Try for us has been going well and, and Baron over has strung three together in much lower class um, but outside of that you know uh, there isn't a lot to um, scream about here, and we're only getting a $1.90 from for She's a Charmer. So at this point, I'm, it's probably not a race that I'm overly keen to have a bet in.
0: Yeah, it's uh, slightly disappointing. Um, obviously, yeah, like you say, She's a Charmer uh, was a very good winner and has, has been racing really well. This prep just keeps kind of raising the bar. Uh, look, just love the way that she let down in that guineas there, uh, balanced up around the turn, and all reports from the stable this week are that she's flying, and raring to go. So, look, do expect her to get that extra trip as well. So, like, the 1600 first time uh, wasn't an issue. And from gate one, she'll get the most economical of runs as well. So, even if she's midfield in transit there. So, look, easily the one to beat. Uh, just hope that Carbury doesn't get too mm-hmm. far back though, because I think with Barry one, there is that danger of being held up if you get too far back. So, ideally probably third yeah. pair, uh, you know, three back the fans. And then we see a lot of runners kind of fan off the corner at uh, Belmont, so should, should be able to get some sort of gap up the fence. Um, look, for me, yeah, the main danger looks to be barren over here Has uh, won three in the line over yeah. 22 and 2300, so the step back to 2,000 is not an issue. And uh, being a Fiorento filly, uh, she's obviously bred for these kind of trips, so... Yeah, looks to be building a nice relationship with Jade McNaught as well. So that's one thing I like to look at as well is, you know, runners or jockeys and horses who ride together frequently. They just, they build up that understanding. So I think uh, from a central gate, should should get into the clear at the right time. And I think, um, yeah, with a little bit of a a Dutch play here for me. I think I'll, I'll have something on She's a Charm, but I don't really want to take anything less than even money, to be honest. So... We'll have something on evens if we can get it, and then have have something on Baronova at the six bucks, uh, who quite interestingly is owned by the Van Heemst family. So of course we know the Ted Van Heemst stakes. Uh, it's a race lead up to the Perth Cup. So yeah, if, if we're having a Dutch play, maybe you know from a Dutch family of owners, maybe that's a bit of an omen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely, mate. Um, also worth noting that Baronova one of the last two on soft tracks, so if yeah. the track does remain you know pretty soft that poses uh, no problems for the daughter of Fiorente.
0: Excellent, mate. Yeah, love it. So, uh, may, may even have, I mean, obviously the Dutch play there, but we could even maybe have a go at the Quinella there. I mean, uh, I think that's a good shout, that Quinella. Hmm. Hmm. Agreed, mate. Okay. Lock it in. Yes. Lock it in, Eddie. All right. So, race number eight. The Listed Aquanita States. Right. Uh, yep. So go this, for it. Yeah. So, this is for the boys. Uh, obviously, we had uh, some joy in this race last year with uh, Cousin Ivan getting up at uh, 22 bucks. So hopefully can, uh, can pick, get the winner again this year. But look, I'm, yeah, torn between a couple here, actually. So I'm, I'm not sure I can have two Dutch plays in a row. But I'm just going to go through the two runners I'm keen on and maybe we'll make a decision on the fly. But look, trade' in broke through for a really nice win last Wednesday. Uh, I was given an absolute peach by Kate Southam. Uh, I was run over the 1,700. Uh, got out the back in running there, uh, but was stoked up going off the back straight and did have to sustain a long effort, but he just ran on beautifully down the outside of the track and landed some nice bets there as well. So uh, look, prior to that, uh, he'd been running over the mile. Um, so will be absolutely rock hard fit for this. And although he's never been past 1700, I think, yeah, that fitness should hold him in good stead. Also gets the Pontiff on here as well. so. Uh, despite jumpy from gate 10 of 12, uh, look, he'll go back anyway, and I think, uh, yeah, the extra distance um, should see him have plenty of room to manoeuvre, I think, as a result, so, yeah, trade him in there is about $7.50, so, not a bad uh, little shout there. Uh, the other runner I want to talk about here is, uh, again, with Brock Luthwaite, he's got Art Warrior going around here at start number three, so, look, based on what we've seen from him, he's got plenty of promise, and I thought the uh, the Penny Maiden was obviously impressive when he ran fourth. Uh, but look, yep. the, the Belmont Guineas was fifth there, 3.3 lengths behind She's a Charmer. He was held up for clear running at the top of the straight. So, uh, look, did get out and pick up late. But if not for that bad luck, I mean, he, he probably runs a the drum there. And I know Brock's been pretty bullish about, about this guy and getting him out to his staying trip. So, look, really can't wait to see how he goes on Saturday. and. Gate one's handy as well. So, look, he'll land off midfield in the run. Uh, Carberry goes on for the first time. So, uh, again, a bit like She's a charmer in the the Oaks, we'll get a very economical run. And I don't know if anyone's seen the videos that Brock's been posting this week. He's been training up an absolute storm in the wet weather. He's been loving it. So, we'll not Mm. get the slot on Saturday, but the track should still be in the soft range. So, I think he's also worth a nibble at 12 bucks here.
1: No, nah, very nice mate. I thought some of these um betting moves were quite interesting actually. If you look at the one Kerman Rock, I think it was about 26 bucks or something like that in the Belmont Belmont Guineas Did run second and it was a very nice run but finished 7th in a 60 plus graduation before that. So and now and now they're asking us to take about $3.80 so yeah just and that's come in from the opening quote as well. Absolutely. No deal. <laughs> no <laughs> deal at all. So, you know, so, some some you know, some really interesting, uh, interesting market at the moment. I would expect him to get out. Um, mm-hmm. Crescent City was was impressive last start. Um, needs to step up again, obviously. Um, but once again, very short three bucks. Although the, the field isn't it isn't great, so I'd be looking, you know, for a bit of value if I decided to have a a bet here. I did. Um, Sprook Albert Turi, last start at a big price and he settled way back in the field. Did pass a few in the home straight, so the run was okay and probably looks, you know, it's probably a better run than than what the eighth signifies last start. So if he continues to drift out, I might have something a little bit each way, but otherwise I'm not overly enthused
0: in the race at all. No, nah, fair enough. And just a few points on on your comments there. So like obviously with uh, Kerman Rock $3.80, yeah, couldn't agree more. Happy to take on the horse and and Lucy Warren's last 100 starts, uh, nine wins at 9%. Uh, the return on investment of minus 46%. So, you'd be, yeah, pushing the proverbial, you know what, uphill, I think, if you're happy to take $3.80 for... Yeah, she's just not in, not in great form at the moment. So, also, uh, Crescent City, he's uh, win two back in that Northern Maiden finish second... Uh, sorry, one. Uh, the horse finished second there was Ocean Zara, who got the Maiden out of the way at Northern today. Uh, and speaking yes. of Ocean Zara, Holly Watson uh, almost single handedly kept me in business this week. So, yeah, really, really <laughs> enjoying uh, Holly Watson. Uh, big win on OBH yesterday, uh, big win on uh, Ocean Zara today. So, she's absolutely flying. And, uh, you know, if I if I was 10 years younger and not married, I uh, might be declaring my undying love for Holly, actually. So, there you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know you're a big fan, mate, and she's riding beautifully at the moment. So, uh, hopefully she has another good day on Saturday. Uh, I noticed she does have a couple of rides there. So um, certainly lots uh, to look forward to with her career
0: over the next few years. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Going places, that's for sure. And, uh, yeah, we we are going to put a quaddy up on Saturday. But, yeah, just having a quick look at race nine, it is a big field of 15 runners and looks like quite... A- quite a mess to try and decipher. So, look, we'll uh, do our best to to have a look at a quaddie uh, for Saturday and, uh, fingers crossed, we can uh, carry on in winning ways. Yep, that sounds great, mate. All right. Well, that just about wraps up the show, I believe. So, um, yeah, big thanks uh, to to everyone for listening and watching. hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, if you have enjoyed it, don't be afraid to give us a like, a subscribe, a retweet. A comment. Um, tell your mates, uh, the more the merrier. So, yeah, big thanks, Gav. Absolutely.
1: No, thank you. And look out for those tweets on Saturday,
0: um, especially the one with the quaddy numbers in it, and hopefully we can continue the run. Absolutely. Here's to a good day of punting and uh, all the best, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, punters. See ya. This has been a Western Mail Racing production. All content has been written and researched by Mike Johnson and Gary Bothwell. And if you like what you've heard, please feel free to subscribe to us so you don't miss any future episodes. You can do that by searching Western Mail Racing on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or where all good podcasts are played. Big thanks for listening, and we hope to have you back on board in the near future.